0: Welcome morning, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and what's trending. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada, Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Thank you for joining me. Ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the show saturday and winter is really showing its true colors this morning quite cold today here in southern ontario canada It's some more weather on more cold weather on the way this coming week so dress warm out there here in southern ontario So the start of the weekend. I hope everybody is well. So our Prime Minister of Canada, Mr. Justin Trudeau, is saying despite delays and reductions, Trudeau says Canada's COVID-19 vaccine plan is on. And we've heard about the the, of the uh, delays from Moderna and from Pfizer. So. As the country looks ahead to another week where few COVID-19 vaccines will arrive, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau insisted his government will have all Canadians vaccinated by the end of September. He says there's a lot of noise going on right now. You know, everybody, you know, saying, you know, how is this even gonna be possible to have all Canadians vaccinated by the end of September. And that's really not that long Really, if you think about it. So now the government is saying will receive 70,000 doses from Pfizer next week. A fraction of what the company had previously promised, and Canada continues to fall behind other countries. In the percentage of the population that has been vaccinated. Trudeau insisted the reductions will be short-lived, something the government anticipated. I don't think the government anticipated Pfizer to upgrade, to upgrade one of its facilities in order to get these vaccines out. He says that we knew that short-term delays would be a possibility, so we planned accordingly. But I hear from all Canadians right now, people are worried. Yeah, people are getting anxious, people are getting worried. People want to get on with their lives. We want to open up the economies, we want to get moving, we want to get people back to work. We want to get families back together. He says that he's speaking with the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna, and they have committed to ramping up deliveries. They have assured me that they will meet their obligations, their contractual obligations to deliver 6 million doses to Canadians by the end of March. And probably so because, you know, when they're uh, getting productions going, you know, with the upgrades they had to do, you know, of course you're gonna have delays. So it's important you know, for for um, all of us to understand this, and you know, and then the logistics behind it all. What it's going to take to get these vaccines out on an epic scale, like never seen before. Critics around everywhere is always criticizing the government, and yet what they fail to realize is that if they were in this position, the same thing would be happening. And this uh, week's news emerged that the Liberals would be uh, taking doses from uh, COVAX, an international organization designed to pool purchase of vaccines and direct many to the developing world. Canada is entitled under the program's design to take the vaccine, but is one of the few wealthy countries to do so. You know, because in the developing world, they need the vaccines as well. So, in other words, our Constitution was always intended to access vaccine doses for Canadians, as well, as well as to support lower income countries. He said Canada will receive at least 1.9 million doses of the extra Zeneca vaccine through COVAX. He also said that would come on top of the 20 million doses Canada ordered from the company directly. You know, patience is a, vir- a virtue, ladies and gentlemen, but I, I get it. You know, patience are running thin. We've been in this lockdown for a while. We've been, we've been in these stay-at-home orders for a while. We want to get going, like I said. Our Premier of Ontario is to make an announcement on Monday on what his plan is on to re- start reopening the economy here in Ontario. Trudeau said those doses would be delivered before June, but the Procurement Department officials later clarified those doses would be spread across the second and third quarter of this year, arriving as late as September. And the Conservative leader, Aaron O'Toole, said it is past time for the government to do more transparent to be more transparent about the vaccines well they are being transparent they are telling you why we're having having these delays he says that the liberals need to be honest with canadians on what they're doing to secure the vital tools needed today to fight covid 19 and secure our future he said Well, Justin Trudeau, our Prime Minister of Canada, in my opinion, is doing a great job. To you know, despite the delays in these vaccines, and Mr. O'Toole, you'd be in the same position if you were Prime Minister of this country. Nothing would be different. He says every canceled delivery of vaccines, every delay of vaccines means Canada has to wait longer to turn the corner in this pandemic. It's another day that businesses are forced to stay shuttered and families are forced to be apart. And we can't do anything about this. So, Mr. O'Toole and the other critics out there, you would be in the same position if you were Prime Minister of Canada. And then what would you say to people of what you're saying if you were the Prime Minister? The vaccines are coming. And like I said, our Premier of Ontario is going to be making an announcement on Monday of what his plans are to start reopening the economy. And we all need to understand. You know, what's it going to take to get these vaccines out into arms? The distribution, you know, is going to be on a mass scale. Now, I did want to talk about this a little bit, Um, what's going on here um, in my world, in the trucker world, you know, back last spring, uh, when things were shuttered, Everybody was going into lockdowns. All the essential services were were, um, um, were to be uh, remain open as they are today. And and this comes up from time to time. And it's still going on. And that is trucker space dehumanizing challenges finding washrooms on the road. Lack of access so wrong on so many levels, the Trucking Federation CEO said. You know, the truckers delivering essential goods during COVID-19 pandemic are facing a dehumanizing struggle to find open washrooms. One that could lead to health concerns down the road, according to the National Agency, of, uh, represents women drivers. Now, you know, I, I, I'm delivering to places. And yes, right on their entrance to the Shipping Receiving Department it says no washrooms available for drivers. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. I'm your host Doug from Ontario, Canada. I hope you had a good week. Welcome to the show. So this Part of of this show, um, a little bit in in the trucking news, and it's unfortunately that this is still going on, is that truckers, you know, are still at certain places, not all places, but at certain businesses where we deliver to, um, are still not allowed to use the washroom. So many chain restaurants and local businesses that remain open have restricted public access to the reset, to their facilities which means truckers working 12-hour shifts may end up may end up not using a restroom all day we're not just delivering to, Um, big cities, we deliver to the rural areas as well. And like I was saying too, that, um, you know, even the places that I deliver to, you know, um, still to this day, from the onset of this pandemic, that... um, Truckers can't use their facilities. It's not all of them. There are places that I go to that, uh, when you walk in the door, it's uh, it's an area where truckers can can stand, and you you know the the staff is behind glass, and they have a washroom available. But other places, it's not like that. You know, you'd have to walk through um, part of the business to to get to a restroom. You know, it's not like you know, it's not like truck drivers can just stop at every on road or every rest area or, or or you know, every half hour. You know, we work long hours. It's not like you have to go to the washroom every five minutes. It's not like there is a place where we can pull off and have access to a, a restroom. When we're going through rural areas and small towns, um, parking is restricted. I mean, Transport trucks, you know, we're big. Not like we can just pull off to the side of the road and, and, and you know, and not block traffic and, and everything else. And it's, you know, mind-boggling that this is still going on with businesses denying access to washrooms for truckers. It's not like you have 50 drivers standing outside your door waiting to get in. Not like a Costco where you got 100 people standing in to to get in line. You have a few drivers waiting in the docks to get loaded or offloaded. And they should be able to use the restroom. We can't enter your facility without wearing a mask. And yet, businesses still denying drivers to use their facilities. Welcome to the show, everybody's coming on. The CEO of the Women's Trucking Federation of Canada is now pushing businesses to open their facilities and for carriers to stand up for their drivers. It's funny, though, you know, you white your freight. But yet we can't use your facilities. This one female truck driver, she said, now this is this is like this this really, this, is, this really irks me, ladies and gentlemen. This female truck driver, she said, told her how she'd been unloading at a facility for six hours. Now, I've sat at facilities for six hours waiting to be uploaded. Without being allowed to use the facilities. And when she asked a third time, she was given a roll of toilet paper and told to go behind the building. You gotta be flipping kidding me. This is happening here in Canada. I would have drove away. I would have pulled up. I would have closed my doors. And I would have found the closest facility that I could use. And trucking companies need, and they do, they need to stand up for their drivers. This is very dehumanizing. It is so wrong on so many levels. Drivers are human beings. We're not dogs. We don't go outside. We deserve to be able to go into washrooms like everyone else. You know, know, right now it seems that, you know, drivers are being treated like second-class citizens. The trucking industry and the men and women behind it drive the economies. Now you just think for a moment, if trucks were to stop, how long do you think it would take for grocery stores not being able to put things on their shelves? It would take about a week. The stores would be, the store shelves would be empty. The supply chain would start shutting down. Within a matter of two weeks or sooner, manufacturing would shut down. Food processing plants would would not be getting any more product. People would start getting laid off because there's no freight coming. And when truck drivers decide to get back to work, we wouldn't be able to fill the shelves fast enough to save your life. Everything that you own, everything that you have, where you live, your house, your apartment buildings, how do you think it all got there? From dump trucks to cement mixers to steel haulers. You would have nothing if it wasn't for truckers. Because once it comes by air and comes by sea, it's got to go on a truck and train. It all has to go on a truck. And still to be treated this way through businesses denying truck drivers access to the facilities is just plain wrong. Truck drivers, you know, experience this heavily during the pandemic's first wave that was going on last spring. And it's still going on here in February 2021. She goes on to say not having bathroom access could lead to long-term health effects like kidney disease and kidney stones. You know, you can only hold it for so long. Your bladder can only hold so much for so long. It's very unhealthy to have to hold it back. You know, imagine being a city driver in the greater Toronto area and you're making your deliveries and you work 13 hours a day and there's no place for you to go to the washroom. Now, I get what she is saying here and I do deliver to the greater Toronto area. And off the 401 corridor, depending on where you are, um, there are places where trucks can go. Toronto's a big place, but you may not always be in that vicinity. And yes, you know, you're working a 12 to 13 hour day. So at some point in time, you know, we're all human. We all gotta go. And they're just being denied to use a restroom. A spokesperson for the Ontario Ministry of Transportation called it unacceptable that drivers have been at, have been denied access to public washrooms and urged businesses to step up and support them. Like I say, you want your freight? I need to use your restroom. You're not getting your freight until I use your restroom. And if you have a problem with that, you can call my dispatch. They go on to say our government is committed to supporting the trucking industry. Truck drivers and commercial carriers have worked hard to keep goods moving for the people of Ontario. And it says it is unacceptable that some of them have been denied washroom access. Now, commercial drivers working hard to keep keep the goods moving, you know, throughout this pandemic, but working hard regardless of the pandemic so that everybody can go shopping, everybody can go to work. It's not just transport truck drivers, ladies and gentlemen, it's a small carrier, UPS purely. everything from from delivering your office supplies right through to manufacturing all drivers that deliver work hard to make sure that businesses get their products and they stay open. There are currently 50 truck stops with bathrooms open to the to the uh, pro, uh, provinces, uh, provinces highways network. The province also plans to keep 18 seasonal rest area locations open, along with thirty-one truck inspection stations and one tourist information center. Now, truck drivers who drive across Canada, you know, it gets, you know, driving across the prairies is limited places for drivers to stop and we're making deliveries along the way. And to be denied access to your facilities is not just wrong, it's ignorant. Well, drivers are used to going a long time without washrooms, especially on trips, through Northern Ontario, this and not just Northern Ontario, but across the prairies. Designated spaces must be created during the pandemic and truck driver for, for the truck drivers. Never mind during the pandemic. that these designated spaces should have been there in the first place. There's one individual who's been driving a transport truck for the past six years. I've been driving truck for 33. says she spent between 11 and 14 hours on the road each day. And it could be tough to continue on if businesses that are open keep refusing bathroom access. She's a six year, six years into truck driving. And you know with this continuing, you know, she may have a change of heart and not want to drive anymore. Even finding a bite to eat is difficult with many um, eateries closing as early as 8 p.m and that can be grueling for drivers who work long shifts that end late at night because we're just not daytime workers ladies and gentlemen. We deliver to facilities that are open 24 hours. Our shifts don't all start at the same time. Basically, anywhere you go and pick up and deliver, they're refusing you. We're delivering your medicine. We're delivering your food. We're driving, we're delivering everything for you. Have some compassion for us. In many ways, truckers are keeping the economy moving as we always have. Never mind this pandemic. And at some point, the drivers may say enough is enough. What are you going to do when you go to your store and the shelves are starting to be empty? Because within three days, that's all it would take if these trucks stopped moving. I said about a week. And it's not just that, ladies and gentlemen. It's how people maybe see us out there on the road and the way not all drivers out there, some drivers out there, just think it's okay to cut off a big transport truck. Think it's okay to flip off a transport truck driver. And yet you go shopping every single day. And it's almost that some people forgotten how the goods got in there to begin with. And to still have this going on with drivers being denied a washroom break at a facility at a at a facility that they are delivering to is just appalling. You know, and I see it, I go to places where it's like that. I'm not just delivering in the big cities, I'm delivering in rural roads as well. I try to plan my day the best that I can But then you have to expect the unexpected. But more companies out there, get your stuff delivered to you. Let the drivers use their facilities. I mean, how long can you go? How long can you go before you have to go to the washroom? And you pull off the road because you gotta go and then you're denied to use the restroom. How would you feel And you take off to the next place, jump in your car, and you take off to the next place. Nope, no, can't use the wash. You know the next thing that might happen is you just might wet yourself. Or someone told, tells you to, oh, just go behind the building. Here's some toilet paper. That's what they're saying to truck drivers. That's how they're treating truck drivers. I limit my intake of beverage. So I'm not drinking a lot. I'm not drinking. Uh, I'm not drinking a lot of coffee, and I'm not drinking a lot of water, because I know at some point in time I'm going to need a restroom. And yes, I've gone out of my way to get to a rest area or a truck stop around the Toronto area. Even if I had, even if I had an appointment time to get to and I needed to use a restroom, and I knew I was close to a, a truck stop, you know, just off the 401, I would make that point of of being late for the delivery. because I know pretty much if I went to that delivery I know for a fact that the drivers will not be allowed to use the facilities and I've done it and I've been late for my appointment and when I get there they say you're late I said yeah that's right I am Sorry, I'm late. They don't need to know why I'm late. Dispatch isn't going to say anything to me. So I had to make a pit stop. Didn't have a choice. Now, how are these people in the trucking industry and for the spokesperson, for the ministry, for the minister of transportation, you know, how are they going to make these businesses open their doors to their facilities in order for truck drivers? We need to use the washing, use the washing. I don't know because um, it needs to stop, that's for sure. Now I've been to places um, where the, uh, the shipper or receiver, even though it says drivers can't use the facility, they have asked me if I need to use the washer. And at the time, no. But I appreciated them asking me, even though it says drivers can't use it. So what are truck drivers to do? I mean, put yourself in that position for a moment. You know, you're the truck driver. You know, you have to do your deliveries. You're working all day. and you're just being denied access to a washer. And like I said, I've gone out of my way. I've gone out of my way just to get to a truck stop around the Toronto area to use the restroom. Whether it was 15 minutes, 20 minutes or a half hour out of my way, I went out of my way. Because, you know, when I roll up, when I'm rolling down the 401 and I'm going eastbound towards the big city of Toronto, there's approximately three restaurants, uh, three uh, rest stops before I get to um, Toronto. And I certainly make do of at least one of them. Because, you know, back before the pandemic started, I mean, traffic was just brutal getting into Toronto. Right now, traffic is light. It's not too bad to get into the city, but I still make a point of of choosing which one of those rest stops I'm gonna use before I hit the big city. but i still have a day to work you know, i still have a 12 hour shift to do i'm not always you know i'm not in in the big city every single day like i do i do the rural routes as well And then maybe end up in the the big city, or just a city outside of of, uh, Toronto. I don't bother asking the companies that have a notice on their doors, like saying truck drivers can't use the facilities, I don't even bother asking. Because I just think it's ignorant anyways. But it's not, it's not a healthy thing to have to hold it for even a couple of hours of the day. So all you businesses out there You know, give us a break. You want your freight? Give us a break. And we'll see what happens out of this article. so. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me this morning. I want to get those thank yous out there to all of our essential workers, our frontline workers, our doctors, our nurses, our paramedics, our police and our fire departments. I thank you for the job that you do day in and day out. Thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining me this morning to my listeners around the world and my followers i thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here on the truckers podcast Now to all you businesses out there, get those washrooms open for drivers. Thank you ladies and gentlemen, this is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host Doug Plumon, in Ontario, Canada. Have a safe weekend. Behave out there. This is Super Bowl weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be gathering in large groups to watch the game tomorrow. Be safe. Thank you.